I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 332 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have an awesome guest for you guys today. Dan Abrams is the host of Live PD. He has also been the chief legal correspondent for NBC and the chief legal analyst and anchor for ABC News, as well as the anchor for Nightline. He is also an entrepreneur. In 2009, he launched his own media news site. He has continued to grow his media websites and services. He is also a New York Times bestselling author. He has a new book out, which he was kind enough to send me, titled John Adams Under Fire, The Founding Father's Fight for Justice in the Boston Massacre Murder Trial. He's going to tell us about that and so much more coming up. Dan Abrams will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Dan Abrams was recorded on video and is available for you guys on my YouTube channel. So if you would like to watch the conversation between myself and Dan Abrams, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. Next week, I'm going to have three fresh episodes coming at you, including the number four ranked UFC welterweight fighter, Leon Rocky Edwards. Also joining me next week will be former Super Bowl champion Ryan Harris. Lock it into my Instagram account at Alec underscore Lace to find out who else will be joining me here. And my kid's school has pushed back the return date to May now. I have a feeling it's going to be for the rest of the school year. I hope everybody out there is managing well with your kids being home from school. I do wonder how this is going to affect snow days moving forward here on the East Coast. I would imagine that now when the kids have uh, off of school because of snow, they're going to have them do this online uh, school from home thing. Uh, this way they don't have to tack on days at the end of the school year. But, I mean, it remains to be seen. I'm sure that may be one of many changes to come as a result of this coronavirus pandemic. Uh, but things seem to be flattening out here, so just stay safe, stay healthy, and stay tuned to First Class Fatherhood. And please, as always, help me push this podcast around to any father that's in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that celebrates fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day. Right here with me, and I'm going to be right back with New York Times bestselling author Dan Abrams. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I got a question for you. What do you do with all your photos? I mean, I've got pictures of my camera roll that go all the way back to the iPhone 4, and they take up the majority of the storage space on my phone. And out of the tens and thousands of pictures that I've taken of my family over the years, I would say there's only a select few that I would consider my favorite. I'm sure you have favorites as well, and for those special photos, you have got to check out canvaspeople.com. Canvas people print your favorite photos on canvas for a really unique and beautiful print. I was looking for something cool and different to do with my favorite photos so I can hang them on the wall, and canvas people had exactly what I was looking for. My photos look like pieces of art and they really add a first class touch to our home. I know you're going to love Canvas People as well and right now first class fatherhood listeners can receive an 11 by 14 Canvas People print for free. That's right. I'm talking about a $76 value for free. All you got to do is pay the shipping and handling. Go visit canvaspeople.com, upload your photo, and then enter the code FATHERHOOD at the checkout, and you're going to receive an 11 by 14 Canvas People print for free. Just take care of the shipping and handling. Go visit them today. Canvaspeople.com. Use the promo code FATHERHOOD. Joining me now, First Class Father, Dan Abrams. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Good to be with you. All right, let's start here. How many kids you got and how old are they? 
I've got one. Uh, he's a son. His name is Everett. He's uh, seven, and he just lost his um, his third tooth. <laughs> well, that's awesome. You got him involved in any sports or activities just yet? Oh, yeah. He's a big soccer player, um, so he's a, sort of obsessed with soccer. Um, likes to play tennis a lot as well. Um, you know, but soccer's his, uh, his passion. He's just become, and which is, you know, kind of a bummer for me because I was, a, as a kid growing up, I played just about every sport except for soccer. Um, and so I have like old cards of like hockey cards and basketball cards and football and of course baseball and all that. And all my son wants to talk about is soccer and European soccer. And I'm like, I don't know anything about this. So I'm trying to learn. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Dan. Uh, I, I never kicked a soccer ball around as a kid, played everything else. And, my, you know, I ended up coaching my kids in all the soccer. Do you get a chance to coach with any of the teams or you kind of enjoy all that from the sideline? Not yet. Not yet. But, um, but uh, you know, I hope – like, he's, he, he's actually into baseball as well. So I'm hoping that, uh, you know, as, as that comes back, uh, that, that I'll get a little more involved. <laughs> all right, Dan, if you could, please just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. I am. I do a bunch of things. I'm the legal correspondent for ABC News. Uh, I host a show on Sirius Radio on the POTUS channel called the Dan Abrams Show uh, from two to three every day. I host a show called Live PD on A and E. I host a show called Court Cam, which I produce on on A and E. I write books, and uh, I own a media company which owns a bunch of websites and actually owns a a television network called Law and Crime Network, which covers trials um, from beginning to end. So I got my hand in a lot of different uh, pots. Yeah, incredible, Dan. I really respect the hustle there. So all these things going on about how old were you then when you became a father and how did becoming a dad kind of change your perspective on life? I was an older dad. So so I became a dad at, uh, at 46. Um, and um, look... You know, it's it's funny because we were talking to my son the other day about the day he was born, and his mom talks about the fact that I cried, and he says, "But Daddy, I've never seen you cry before," and I said, "Yeah, but I've never had a baby boy before." Uh, so you know, for me, it was uh, it was everything. It was that life changing moment uh, where you know everything that matters comes together, and uh, you know, it's still the still the most exciting day and. And I got to tell you, you know, the downside, of course, of everything that's been going on uh, with uh, coronavirus is that, you know, we have to spend a lot more time at home. Um, and the upside is that I get to hang out with my son uh, a lot more. So there is a silver lining on that. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Dan. I, I got four kids myself. and I, I love the fact that we're spending a lot more family time. I, I think it's awesome. But for that point, uh, the silver lining of it, I think is great. Also, it gives you time, more time to read, which I think is pretty cool, too. And we're going to get to your book in just a second here. But what kind of books do you um, – I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a ferocious reader myself. I always encourage my kids to read. What kind of books do you have your son reading right now? What, what kind of uh, uh, books do you always recommend for him? So, you know, I mean, look, as it happens, you know, you, you're, you're catching me on the day after he lost his tooth. Last night, his tooth was loose. So we had him reading a couple books on losing a tooth. Uh, so that was, <laughs> that was the topic that happened to be – uh, front of mind, he likes to read books um, about soccer. He likes to read books about animals, um, about traveling. So, uh, you know, look, the key for me is just making sure he's reading. Um, and, 
And if that means, you know, giving him the choice of the topics, that's great. As long as he's reading, um, that's good enough for me. Yeah, 100%. And uh, your newest book here now is uh, number one in, in legal history on Amazon, uh, John Adams Under Fire. I love what you do here with the presidential tie-ins to the court cases. Uh, how difficult is it for you to do the research for books like this? And what can you tell the listeners about it? So this is the third book in a series. Uh, it's with a co-author, David Fisher. And these books don't happen without David Fisher, considering how many other things that I'm, uh, I'm doing. But I, I get really passionate about these stories. I get really involved in the writing process. Um, I am, you know, I end up spending, you know, when people say to me, how do you manage all these things? My answer is always like, I'm fine until one of the books is happening. And then I am so busy and overwhelmed. But the research, David ends up doing a lot of it. Now, I say that, I mean, uh, reminding people that every one of these books has been centered around a transcript. So we have the actual words from the trial. And in this book, John Adams Under Fire, we have the transcript of John Adams defending the much despised British soldiers in the Boston Massacre case. Uh, this is a case that could have led to the American Revolution. And the reason it didn't is because a brave John Adams represented the, 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 the much hated soldiers and people ended up having faith in the law and the legal system. And it's a 217 page transcript with John Adams in his own words, and it really serves as kind of the foundation for our legal system in many ways. So that's what's been really exciting about all these books is all of them involved a transcript. And so the research obviously starts first and foremost with reading the transcript of the trial. Yeah, that's awesome, Dan. I, I got to be honest, as a reader here myself, I'm a bit of a hypocrite because years ago I would always say, hey, I would never do an audio book. I'm a guy that always got to have the book and hold it. But Lately, I find myself, especially with nonfiction, I can't find myself doing it with fiction, but I drive a lot of Uber and I'm always listening to audio books. Now, do you do the audio book yourself for this or um, how do you go about doing, putting the audio book together? So I did the introduction and the end of the book, uh, but I didn't have time to do the rest of the book on audio. It would have taken four days. And again, you know, this is the downside of doing as many things as I'm doing, right? As passionate as I am about this book, um, you know, Every single word, you know, was crafted carefully and thought about. I just couldn't spend four days doing the audio book. So I do the introduction um, and, uh, and the end of the, of the book as well. What, what kind of uh, age range would you say is a good uh, uh, for, to start reading this, the, uh, the series, uh, Dan? So, so look, the, the series ranges, right? Uh, the first book is about called Lincoln's Last Trial. It's a murder case. Abraham Lincoln defending a murder defendant nine months before he gets the Republican nomination. We've got a transcript of that case. Um, second one is Theodore Roosevelt defending himself in a case where he was sued on the stand for eight days. You know, these are um, at times like the, the Roosevelt case, libel law. Um, you don't have to be a lawyer. Uh, you just can see Theodore Roosevelt in his own words on the witness stand. But I would say that because we're talking about a murder case, in the Lincoln trial, we're talking about a murder case in the Boston Massacre case. You know, I would say late high school to start. I mean, you know, even that's probably a little young. But look, I would love it if, if high schools uh, were teaching some of what, uh, uh, what we're writing about. Um, and then, of course, you know, the, the, there is no top end uh, when it comes to history. You know, I get a lot of people saying, oh, my dad's a, 
my dad's a huge history buff and, uh, you know, I, I've got to get him this book. And so, you know, so it's, uh, that ends up being a lot of the readers end up being, you know, it, it, for some reason, it's more fathers than mothers uh, who love these history books. Maybe I don't know what the, the reason for that is. That's just anecdotal. But I, I hope it's both. Yeah, uh, listen, like I said, I'm, I'm a big history guy myself. I love to read these books. And right now, uh, we have the time. So, uh, you know, I'm definitely going to drop the link in the description of this podcast episode so my listeners can check out the entire series. I'll direct them right over to your website there. And you know what? Let me rein this back into you as a dad here, Dan. Uh, what type of disciplinarian are you as a father? And is it different than the discipline style that you grew up with? All right, dads, the summer will be here before you know it. Are you serious about turning your dad bod into a beach bod? Well, former Navy SEAL and professional MMA fighter Mitch Aguiar has designed the products to help you smash your goal. Smashing Greens are an extremely nutrient-dense blend of organic superfoods with no fillers. They are designed to be taken as a daily supplement or as a complete meal replacement. All ingredients were chosen to specifically curb your hunger, maximize your energy, clear your skin, and burn fat. Visit MassiveSupplements.com or hit the link in the show notes and check out all available products, including plant-based multivitamins, Smashing Beans Organic Coffee, Protein Shakes, Power Creatine, and more. Smash your greens. Visit MassiveSupplements.com. That's M-A-S-F Supplements.com. And you know what? Let me rein this back into you as a dad here, Dan. Uh, what type of disciplinarian are you as a father, and is it different than the discipline style that you grew up with? Um, it is not that dissimilar from, from the disciplinary style that I grew up with. You know, I'm a big believer that there's a way to talk to even a young child without raising your voice to make a point, um, when it comes to discipline. You know, if you guys have a relationship, right, if your son, you know, in my case, I just have one son, um, you know, he knows me and he, I, I hope, and I think respects me. And knows that, you know, he sometimes doesn't do what I say, right? I'm not going to suggest that every time I ask my son to do something, he does it. That doesn't happen. But, but on the second or the third time when there's, you know, a question about how to get it done, you know, I talk to him as a person. You know, I say to him, come on. The same way that I would talk to a friend. You know, come on. What did I do? You know, didn't I tell you about it? You know, I go back with him on the facts, you know, the way, you know, I'm like, wait a sec, because he, he likes to get me. He says, you promised, you promised this. All right, well, let's, let's talk about the facts then. When I told you that, when I promised you that we'd be able to, you know, uh, go play soccer, didn't I also tell you that you said that you, that, that you would have to finish your homework? Yeah, but I did finish it. But did you really? Did you finish all the handwriting stuff? Oh, well, okay. That's all I'm saying. You know, so, so I think that's the way to do the discipline, at least for me, Talk to him like a person, and, you know, I think you get a good, a good response. Yeah, very well said. And one thing I talk about on my show a lot here, Dan, one of the main focuses of the podcast is that we have, like, a real fatherless crisis going on in the country. Way too many kids are growing up without a dad in their life or a father figure in their life, and it leads to some real trouble in our society. And one of the things a lot of the dads will hit me with is, um, you know, especially in a world here where we want everybody to be equal, but in the eyes of the court system, when it comes to divorce and child custody, a lot of the guys start from underneath the bus here. And I know that, you know, uh, it's different in some states. Some are more pro-dad states than others. Uh, do you, uh, from a legal standpoint, do you see this as getting better anytime soon and, and maybe uh, where the dads and the moms could start with a level playing field when it comes to this issue? Well, look, I, I think that that. I have to tell you, I think these days dads and moms do come from a level playing field. I know that's not 
you don't agree with that. But 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 I do think that as a legal matter, you're now seeing um, a, a real level of parity in the courts when it comes to moms and dads. I mean, look, I covered extensively a case um, involving I didn't I, I didn't know her. She was a celebrity. I read about the case. It's a woman named Kelly Rutherford, who, whose kids get taken from her because her dad because uh, the dad is German and based on a whole set of circumstances, the kids get taken to Germany to live with the dad while United States mother loses custody, not based on anything that she did or said. And, you know, as I followed that case so closely, it was a reminder to me that mothers don't have uh, the, the sort of inherent advantage that they long had. No question they had it. Um, it's just a question of whether the system has moved. And I get it that there are going to be some people who say, no, no, no. Wait a sec. You know, dads are still at a disadvantage. I'm not seeing that um, looking at it from a sort of macro perspective. But I will also tell you that I'm not basing that on, you know, statistics right now. Um, I hadn't researched it before we, you know, uh, before we decided to talk. So there may be numbers out there that show that I'm wrong. But, but my own experience, you know, doesn't uh, doesn't back that up. Yeah, and that would be encouraging, too, to, to see for the future here, too, Dan, because I think really uh, we get our families, you know, strengthened in our country here. I think, uh, for one, I think we, a lot of the problems that we're seeing would start to really go away. I think that we strengthen them family units, I think, is really important, and that could be the key to it, you know. So, um, and, and getting back to what you do here as a lawyer, what kind of advice do you have uh, for parents out there that have kids in high school that are hoping and passionate about uh, pursuing a career in law? What kind of advice? So, which Which route should they take? Well, look, you know, I always say to people, pursue the law if you want to be a lawyer. I get some parents who tell me, well, you know, I just think that the law would be a good education. And my answer to them is there's a lot of other things they could do with those three years. There's a lot of money they could make in those three years unless they really want to be a lawyer. But, you know, someone who wants to be a lawyer, I say, you know, start with debate club in high school. That's a great way to start in college. Think about the kind of major that you want to have, be it history, political science, um, something. You know, there may be, even be in some schools pre-law, um, which is which is a nice way to do it. But 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 don't get too um, narrow focused. Still get that broad education um, because the law involves a lot of different things. And there's a lot of different ways to be a lawyer. And there's a lot of different specialties um, within the law. Um, so. So think about it when you're in college. Definitely try and take up the opportunity uh, to maybe do uh, debating or student government or something that could be useful in thinking like, like a lawyer. But don't get too narrow because there are a lot of opportunities within the law uh, to do a lot of different things. Yeah, well said. And another big part of your life here, obviously, is media. Uh, and so much of our lives revolves now around media and technology. And it's a real struggle. Uh, for a lot of parents out here is, is with all the devices that the kids are on. I go through it with my kids. Um, how do you kind of handle, is your son swiping screens already and doing all that stuff? How do you kind of handle or monitor the technology and games and all that stuff with your son? Yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's a challenge, right? I mean, the idea of, you know, limiting, you, you got to limit time. Yes, my son uses an iPad. You know, it's like you feel like you're like a bad parent, right? You're like, <laughs> oh, yes, you know, uh, he, it's true. He uses an iPad. Uh, but, you know, we limit the time. You know, we say, you know, if he gets up in the morning um, before, you know, uh, before we do, 
Um, yeah, you can watch your iPad for, for, for a few minutes, but then you gotta, you gotta wake us up and, you know, there's some time you can do later in the day, play some games, et cetera, but you just gotta limit the time. Um, you know, I think that, I think that the parents, I worry the parents who have an all out ban, what's going to happen to them is what happened, uh, when I was a kid to the parents who didn't let their kids eat any candy at all. Right. Then they'd come over to the house of a kid who did have candy and they'd go crazy on the candy. Um, And so so, you know, I think as long as it's in moderation, as long as it's monitored, as long as it's controlled, as long as you you have an agreement on how much time, you know, that that seems to me to be the answer. Yeah. Great point there, Dan. I love the analogy. And you know what? You've had so much success here already. Uh, what kind of goals do you have here or plans for the future? Any, anything with the books as far as maybe documentary series or anything going with that? What other kind of goals you got? Yeah, we're in talks about creating a series based on the books. Um, we've got a fourth book in the series coming, which we haven't announced yet exactly what it is, but it'll be related to a president uh, based on a transcript of a, a great trial that's been uh, that's been largely forgotten. Um, so... It's just, you know, it's a, it continues to be a really busy uh, time for me. You know, my, my law and crime network just got picked up by a bunch of big cable carriers. So we're going to be on those. And so it's, it's a lot of, um, uh, a lot of balancing my time amongst, uh, amongst different things. Yeah. And you know, uh, obviously we're all kind of in the mid, right in the middle of this, you know, this epidemic that's just swept the world here. How much has it affected and put on hold everything that you do? Are you at a standstill pretty much with everything or are you still rolling along? Uh, somewhere in between. Um, you know, I, I obviously can't go to the office. Certain aspects of my of what I do, I can do. Um, you know, I continue writing. Uh, I can certainly do that. can still be running my business. But I'll tell you, my long crime business, which covers live trials, you know, there are no live trials right now. We had to shut down my, my live studio uh, for a while. On the other hand, my digital media properties are seeing more traffic than ever before. My site, Mediate.com, is, is really, you know, um, having um, more web traffic. Um, I'm going to be doing a lot of my shows remotely. I'm going to be doing live PD, court cam uh, remotely, at least for now. So, you know, we're trying to manage um, and uh, balance uh, both being able to, you know, we don't, you don't have child, I don't have childcare the way I had before. So need to, which is, as I said before, which is a great thing in terms of an opportunity to get more time with my son, but also means that I have to figure that out with balancing my work a little bit more during the day. Yeah, very cool. And last thing I want to hit you with here, Dan, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for the new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening? Well, I guess for a for a new dad, um, I'd say enjoy the time. You know, it's uh, you know I still have pictures of you know those first few weeks, etc. And uh, you know it was it was just a great bonding time between me and and my child. And um, you know I, I'd say to, to to dads, you know, if you get the opportunity to to take some. Uh, you know, paternity time, uh, take it if you can. Um, if you can't, uh, remember how important, uh, those moments are because at every age you look back and you say, I can't believe how quickly this is gone. Um, and these are the precious moments of the most important thing in our life. 
Yeah, very well said. I love the message. This has been an honor for me. I got to say, Dan Abrams, you're a first class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on First Class Fatherhood. Thank you. It's great to be with you. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Dan Abrams for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's podcast episode. I always love to read your feedback. And make sure you check out his new book, John Abrams Under Fire. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. Lock it in for next week. I got three fresh episodes coming at you, including the number four ranked UFC welterweight fighter in the world, Leon Rocky Edwards. Lock it into my Instagram account at Alec underscore Lace for all the upcoming guest announcements. Hope you guys have a great weekend out there. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers.